First up, that devastating ruling in New York. A state judge ordered Donald Trump and his companies to pay nearly $355 million in a civil fraud case and banned him from running a business there for three years. The latest chapter in a week full of legal drama. But will it affect Trump's bid for the White House? A tale of two cities in Donald Trump's legal battles this week. First, in New York where on Friday a judge ordered Trump and his companies to pay $355 million in a civil fraud trial and banned Trump from running a business in New York for three years. Meanwhile, in Atlanta, explosive testimony from Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis. It is a lot. It is a lot. The issue whether she and her team should be disqualified from bringing Trump to trial for election interference because of her romantic relationship with special prosecutor Nathan Wade. Her removal would delay or might even end the case. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. And back in New York, a judge ruled Trump's criminal trial over alleged hush money payments to porn star Stormy Daniels will start in late March. Around the same time, Trump is expected to clinch the Republican nomination. How can you run for election to be sitting in a courthouse in Manhattan all day long? Here with me today, podcaster and author Kara Swisher, author and conservative pollster Kristen Soltis-Anderson, New York Times journalist and podcast host Lulu Garcia-Navarro, and John McCormack, senior editor at The Dispatch. Welcome, everyone. Good to have you here. Lulu, it's a lot of money, but how damaging is this judgment in the civil case? $355 million penalty, a ban on doing business, for three years in New York for Donald Trump. How damaging is that to him personally and politically? I mean, I think, let's start with the personal. It's hugely damaging. If you think about Donald Trump, you think about how he's branded himself, how he puts his name on all his buildings, how he has always tried to use his personal fortune to push his own political brand. And so this really hits to the heart of that. And we've heard people that are close to him, like Michael Cohen and others, talk about how this was really the most painful case for him because it really goes to who he is and how he brands himself in the world. And politically, I think also it's damaging. I mean, at the end of the day, what they're saying is that he um, can't run a company. How can you say that you can't run a company and then ask someone to run the country? Well, of course, it's a New York judge who's saying, he can't run a company. Uh, Kristen, it, it's a civil case, not a criminal case. He's got four of those, but this no jail time with this, this ruling. But it is, as I said, a whale of a lot of money. So uh, how damaging personally and politically? So politically, I think it's unlikely to actually be that damaging. And part of why is that had this ruling come down, say, eight years ago, in the midst of that 2016 Republican primary, it really would have undercut his message that he's a winner and he's great at business. But that is so baked into the views, especially the views that Republican voters have of him, that this is not going to change anything about the Republican primary. And it frankly probably won't change a lot about the general election. But personally, because it is so much money, he has already been bleeding entities like the RNC dry to try to pay for his legal bills. And so the fact that this number is so large and you add this on top of the, what, 100 million that he now has to pay because of the defamation suit. I mean, this is huge sums of money for someone who it turns out may not actually have the huge sums of money he claims. You have to pay those lawyers at some point. They they grabbed him by his wallet. That's what they did. 
here in this case. <laughs> and that's, that's a very sensitive spot for I, Donald Trump? I, it is. You know, I'm just... Someone said that once, it stuck in my head. Um, you know, this is, what's important here is whether he has the money, and he has, I interviewed Robbie Kaplan this morning, um, who, was, who won that $83.3 million she was the lawyer for E.G. For e. Carroll. Carroll. And she was noting the money is where it hurts him. That's really where, where it hurt. When it was a large number versus $5 million in the previous lawsuit that she won, um, it really hurt him. And in this case, she's not entirely clear if he has the money um, to pay any of it, because when he put the bond up for the last case, he paid cash of his own money. He did not get a bond, which you can also do, because what, what, I, what I seem to understand is he doesn't bond, he can't get a bond from people who do that. I, I want to ask you, Kara, about, you know, normally that would be enough news on Donald Trump for mm -hmm. the week. It's only one of That's the stories. Yeah. We also have that spectacle in Georgia, the sure. hearing of Fonnie Willis, the Fulton County prosecutor, and whether she should be removed from the Georgia interference case because of a conflict of interest, because of a romantic relationship with her lead prosecutor, Nathan Wade. Uh, smoke or fire? Smoky smoke. Smoky smoke. I don't think it has anything to do with this. Of course, they're going to try this. I see why you would in a trial like this. Um, I think she's right. She's not on trial, but she's on trial a little bit. Like, you know, I mean, people are paying attention to her. I think it'll, they'll probably, the judge will not take her off the trial. Watching it though, I, I changed my mind. I, I said previously that what I believed was that, you know, this was a terrible lapse of judgment, which is true, but I will say watching her, um, she was convincing to me and I think she did a lot to kind of change the narrative. Yeah. To, to what? To what? Just to that, that, that she is not on trial. It was sorted. The way that they were going after her felt icky to me. Um, I felt that she actually did- Her response did a, was not very, Lawyerly. It, it was, but, but they were hitting her where yeah. it was to do with her, her personal life, and of course, appropriate, which she and, did. and I thought the way that she reacted was appropriate. But isn't all the things considered, that it's not just her personal life; that it is the fact that her personal life intersects very clearly with the case by bringing this alleged romantic partner into the case. I mean, that, that's the problem is she can say all day long, this is personal, this is personal, this is personal. They're not going after her for dating someone that they don't like. They're going after her yeah, for dating someone at $100 wait, 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 I want to bring John into this. That's not really why they're going after her. Why they're going after her is they're saying that she hired this fellow because the fact he was going to get paid a lot of money by the government, and then she was going to benefit from that because he was going to take her on nice trips. And it was, it wasn't just a relationship; it was a conflict of interest. I mean, I, I'm going to ask the question I asked Kara: smoke or fire? It's, it's certainly embarrassing. It certainly doesn't show a lot of good judgment in the case of somebody who's going after the president, former president of the United States. But is it going to get her thrown off the case? I think so. I think the facts are bad. Um, I think you know. I mean, essentially, she's been accused of hiring her boyfriend to uh, enrich him, enrich herself. With taxpayer money. Uh, the allegations that came out, there was testimony that this relationship began back in 2019. She asserts that this didn't happen in 2019, that they became romantically involved after the fact. That would help save her in this case if she can prove that, but she wasn't able to do that. Um, furthermore, you know, she said, well, I reimbursed him with cash payments. There were no ATM receipts. I think that it just looks really bad. And, you know, she hired someone without a lot of, without a lot of relevant experience on a hugely consequential case. I just think this is a mess all around. Is he wrong? He's not wrong that it's a mess all around. He, you're, you're absolutely right that it's a mess all around. I can't decide, obviously, what the judge will or will not see in this case. I don't think that they proved it. 
I think that they had um, an explanation. I think that the one witness that said that they had had this relationship in 2019 has her own axe to grind. And so, you know, it's a big mess for sure. Um, that she might get thrown off the case, I doubtful. am not convinced. Absolutely doubtful. Yeah. And Back then, <laughs> and then, no, we're not done yet. All right. There's ah. more. <laughs> At the hush money case involving Stormy Daniels. Now, this isn't about trying to overturn an election. It's not about classified documents. But it sure looks like this is going to end up being the first criminal trial that the former president faces or any former president has ever faced sometime in late March. Lulu, is the hush money case weak sauce? No. I, I mean, honestly, it's a felony. I mean, what they are actually discussing there is a felony. And of course, when we when we list the enormous amount of cases that we're discussing here, I guess if you try and rank them, then perhaps it might be slightly less consequential. But it is a serious case that might land him in prison. The reason why I think this one is the weakest of all of them and why I think it was a disaster that this was the one that went first in terms of the indictments is what they're trying to do here is take something that is unethical, it is tawdry, it is gross, and they are trying to claim that it is a campaign finance violation from a really long time ago. And it really just checks a lot of boxes. If you are the kind of person who is saying, I think they're just coming after Donald Trump because he's Donald Trump, this, of all the cases, looks the most like that. And it's the first one. And I mean, it's, it's the first It's supposed one. to be I think the, the election interference is... case in Washington. Right. Instead of this quickly, John? I think I'm, I'm skeptical this case or any case is going to have a political impact because Trump has already been held liable of the worst charges brought forward against him by E. Jean Carroll, accused of defamation over heinous uh, sexual abuse. I mean, the fact that he's already been held liable for that, if that isn't going to move the needle, what is? A judge basically said he raped her. Yes. 